Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. The 2022 NFL Draft is less than a week away. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the man destined to yell at Roger Goodell as he announces the 20th pick on Thursday. And with me is AJ, Tariq Woolen, no matter what, Marchese. Take him number nine, baby. Trade up for him. Today, we'll continue our 2022 NFL Draft position rankings with the cornerbacks. Let's hit it. Going out to Vegas, gonna set my draft, gonna set my draft. On fire. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my lady. Driving out to Vegas, baby. Looking for a Stingley or Thibodeau. Who's gonna bat it on draft day? Who's gonna wager future picks away? Who's gonna reach for a blue blood lineman? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Tons of people take a multivitamin. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. Started my day wrong today, and I can't read. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and to use. Talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app, free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. You'll be notified when rooms go live, but make sure to come with your spiciest takes. Like... The Raptors are coming back. They're winning the series, baby. 
Ah, if I took Athletic Greens today, AJ, I'd probably feel a lot more energized right mm-hmm. now. But I didn't. That's that's a crucial mistake, Rob, and that's why I'm going to kick your ass in this podcast. You going to rank the corners better than I can? Oh, absolutely. Uh, but you know where I'll get you though. My, my my sixteen to thirteen is perfectly ranked. Oh, you son of a bitch. I was very unsure about my sixteen to thirteen. Yeah, I've got mine on God lock. That's the key spot. I know. <laughs> you tell me, brother. Uh, cornerbacks, lots of them. My eyes hurt. I've watched so many in the last couple days. My head hurts because I know how how wrong a lot of this will end up being one day. I know it, AJ. Uh, but that's okay. <laughs> no that, confidence to me. No, no, I feel good about my top 10. I ranked 35 corners for this podcast. I watched like 50. Um, and honestly, I, I think after like my 17th or 18th quarter, I was like, the rest of these guys, I just, you know what? I'm just going to do it on coolness. I respect that. Yeah. They all become like the same person at some point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this year, instead of separating uh, nickels into their own show, some will say because we're lazy and didn't want to do an extra show. Ooh. Those those people are wrong. Absolutely. Because it's actually harder to, it's to more do work. what we Yeah, it's more it's work. More, yeah. It's more work, yeah. yeah. Uh, so some some of these guys will be nickels. We'll, we'll mention who will maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe they, can, they can figure it out. Um. But okay, the last five drafts, we've the cornerbacks are usually one of the three most drafted positions. Uh, last five drafts, we had thirty-eight last year, twenty-seven in twenty twenty, thirty-two in twenty nineteen, twenty-nine in twenty eighteen, and thirty-four in twenty seventeen. So, especially in this class where I think we've got some heavy hitters up top and and some solid depth on day three, I, I think we'll definitely surpass the thirty. Uh, drafted benchmark. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got over thirty-five draftable grades. I'm not proud of it. Um, I'm, a, I'm yeah. I'm like thirty. I'm like thirty-one. Yeah. Well, you. Uh, my, there's just a lot of cool guys, and I was like, this guy. I hope this guy gets drafted. I've got a lot of like six, late six and seventh round grades. I got a ton of sevenths. Yeah, I don't want to talk about those. So all every pick in the seventh should be a corner based on my rankings. <laughs> Um, but it's also a great group in terms of there's some star talent at the top, uh, three potential top 12, top 15 picks, uh, a a couple other guys who could go in the first round. Um, I, I think there, I, I feel fairly confident in saying there are seven corners who are going to make a substantial impact on defense the rookie years. Mm. Yeah. I feel pretty good about that. And, and realistically, they'll probably end up being more than that because of yeah. injury and, and whatnot. Um, and I think there's a couple. There's a couple interesting uh, corners who I think go early day three who could quickly make an impact. And then there's also a, a, a handful of guys who tested off the charts yeah. who are kind of um, more projects, but have all the athletic tools and the size that I think NFL teams crave. Yeah, I mean, we mean we we know we got a few freaks. You already mentioned one, Tariq Will, and there's a couple other ones. Uh, for me, it's like you know, it's the top three, and then it's the next three, and then it's a, it's a big drop or like a a decent drop, and then a, a tight group there. Like my my seven yeah, the, through like twelve are all like third round grades for me. Yeah, I think we're gonna see a now they 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 could 
go high. I think day two is just going to be a lot of corners. Yeah. Yeah, it should be. Um, I think there's there's also guys who could get overdrafted. Um, but I think there's a couple, especially going back to like mentioning Nichols earlier, there's a couple guys who I think go mid day three, maybe undrafted, that I think have futures as NFL Nichols. I think there's still um like not a great understanding on uh in the NFL um on finding nickels and the nickel position is also changing in the NFL mm. where you're starting to see more size at nickels as you see more jumbo slot receivers like I mean like guys like Juju Smith Schuster um or or tight ends in the slot yeah. Gis- Gisecki Travis Kelsey guys like that you're you're seeing NFL defensive corners kind of combat that by playing bigger nickels and there, there's a couple bigger nickels in this class that i think are really interesting you're seeing also you're seeing um like guys who previously could have been viewed as like strong safeties in quotation mark be these kind of overhang nickel types in the nfl um yeah but there's there's a lot of different flavors uh of nickel and outside corner in this class i'm just excited to be here with you aj uh all right whatever you say man I'm so tired. I don't know where I am. <laughs> uh, it's a good group. It's a good group. Um, yeah, I think like I think like the third and fourth round is kind of the thick of it. I mean, it's pretty thick throughout, to be honest. I just like calling it thick. Yeah, I can I can see that. How many first round grades do you got? I got three. So do I. Which I mean, the obvious three, I assume. Um, yeah, like I said, it's the top three are first round grades, and then the next three second round dudes. But like I like them all. Like, but, early, like I like my top six a lot. Uh, I, I was going to say um, the the next three could all go in the first round. Yeah, like because no, there's 100%. not 32 first round players in this class. Yeah, um, I'm confident one one of those three will. Uh, like not even saying which one. I'm just confident a team will take one. Yeah, or maybe even uh, two of them. Yeah, being hold on, if, if, just to name names, I, I think it's Andrew Booth, Kyrie Lem, and Kyler Gordon. In whatever yeah, order. yeah, yeah, and they all kind of offer something different. Yeah. Um, which I guess I'll save that. Uh, so let's get into it, AJ. Let's just get into this. Let's do the damn thing. The highest floor corner in this class, and it's really interesting, I think, how you can split highest floor, highest ceiling, and best bet, because I gave it to three different guys. So did I. Uh, and I think it, it, unlike the linebacker group where we were like kind of It could be trying to create for all three, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel pretty confident in each guy fitting this this slot here. I wonder if we're going to line up here. I wonder if we're going to line uh, up. So, I gave highest floor to Trent McDuffie. So did I. Of UW. Yeah, I think we're going to line up then. Um, ma- mainly because he's he's just so... He's the technician. Yeah. Uh, uh, he is so damn good. Both, both man coverage and zone coverage. His technique's so good in man, but his instincts and eyes are so good in zone. Um, he, he tested pretty well. He's a physical tackler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't see any way he isn't earning himself a spot between his instincts and, and like, willingness as a tackler. Really, the only and, knock it, on him is like he's not big and he's not long. It, it's basically yeah. If if his if his uh, arms were not sub thirty, mm-hmm. like I I I think we'd be more consistently talking about him as one of the cleanest, safest prospects in the whole class. Yeah, and like. It's only because they're under 30, and there's just not a lot of precedent for corners with under 30-inch arms thriving in the NFL. Um, 
but other than that like it's hard to find a true flaw like I guess, like, if if I were to be nitpicky, I would say it's the ball skills. Like, yeah, not a lot of it, ball production. Yeah, ex- exactly. And it's less that, it's less that like he panics and and can't find the ball. It's it's more like there just isn't a ton of ball production, like yeah. statistically. But I think we it's, know that, that that picks are pretty lucky, like for the most part. But but yeah, exactly. Um, he he does have less uh uh, uh pass defense uh, yeah. than than the other two top dogs. Um. But he he also I think like you're gonna start off with him as an outside corner I think I think he he has every reason to be given that chance yeah agreed but I I also feel as if if the lack of size impacts him a lot on the outside like he can slide in and be your starting nickel and you're gonna feel really good about that um, yeah and and I mean the teams that you know move their best receiver into the slot I think he can do. follow exactly yeah and there's other corners in this group who. Uh, maybe you're less confident with that. Yeah, uh, of the top guys, but like his footwork is so crisp and his trail technique is so clean. Um, like he he can play press man. He'll play the the UW had him play a lot of press man and off zone. They did they they played cover two and cover three with him. Um, and like he looked just natural doing it all. Like he is he is very uh scheme versatile. I yeah. guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah, and I think I think that just comes down to like like you kind of. Touch on like you know his his feet and his hips are so clean and smooth like he's just such a smooth athlete but like with that you know that that burst to close on the ball and I think what really is it what it really is it's just like the body control is so great like his feet are always underneath him he's got that like expl- explosive click and close like with that balance like, you know just just springing out of that um, and then the eyes are so like he, like you said he's just so darn clean like. I don't know. And then he's like against the run too. He's one of the better run defending, maybe the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh corners in this whole group, you know, like I just you know, he's a fearless tackler. He's probably the best tackler in the group. And he's got yeah. like that that like that the fast hands to, to kind of shift off blocks and you know, the quicks I, to, to slip blocks, yeah. I think of the of the the top corners in this class, he's the best combination of consistency as a tackler and and kind of feistiness, yeah. willing yeah. willingness to get downhill. Yeah. I don't think – I mean, again, the only thing is the length. Um, but, again, I think if you don't – you know, if, if it doesn't work outside, you're getting maybe the best nickel in the league. And, like, I don't uh, – I guess, like, it, you're not necessarily going to be – like, he, he's not going to be matching up, per se, with a 6-5 receiver. Every, like, a lot yeah. of the – the NFL has gone a direction where a lot of the outside receivers are more – like like Stefan Diggs for example yeah. like he's like he's got the footwork and the athleticism to hang with a Stefan Diggs on the outside right mm-hmm. and like like I said there's a lot more jumbos going inside the slot now and and so I I don't know I think the length is almost just because we don't see it much and because he's so clean and we're looking for something to because you kind of look for a negative with every top prospect because yeah. you you have to find out what they don't do well and with him it, it's really just ball production and and. In arm arm length. Uh, I want to hear your comp if we can do that early. Right now? Yeah. <laughs> AJ, wow, you're getting wild getting into on a Friday this night. One. Yeah, <laughs> frisky Friday, as I like to call it. I don't love it, but I did go with the Jair Alexander. Yeah, I slapped comp. it too, but I didn't. I don't love it. I, I, I don't love it because I. But I couldn't like find something I felt better about. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So here I am. But uh, th- that 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 does seem like the best. Just looking for a 
smaller corner who's feisty as hell and physical on the outside who can kind of has ridiculous instincts and is a willing run defender. It's the best one you can kind of come up with, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I felt like a little Trey White, but even that's not right either. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, you know what? I don't love my comps for any of the top three guys. <laughs> um, I, I like my comps for like the, the, the next three though. I think corners are pretty tough to comp. Yeah. 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 Uh, going to high ceiling now. Yeah. Did you, it's a tree did you, <laughs> It's Tariq Woolen. He's also my value pick, my sleeper, my wild card. Yeah, my best bet is uh, Zion McCollum. No, no, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> high ceiling, is, Derek Stingley? Okay, yeah, we match that. We match it up here. Up. High ceiling okay. is, is Derek Stingley. Well, no, because I, I think it, it, it makes sense uh, in, in Stingley earning that spot is because when he's at his best, I think he's the best corner in the class. Yeah. And when he's healthy, I think he can be the best corner in the class. Um He's also younger than everyone else. Yes. Yeah, he is. He, he's almost a full year younger than uh, both Gardner and McDuffie. He won't be 21 um, for another, like, two months. Yeah. And, obviously, I, I don't I don't know that I agree with kind of some of the takes that his play dropped off after 2019. Like, I don't, like, going to 2020, 2021, obviously, he didn't play in a ton, a ton of games, right? But... Uh, I think he played in 10 games combined. Um, but, the, like, you still see the same guy who's ridiculous in man coverage, mm-hmm. who's great mirroring ability, has the has the athleticism to, to carry guys deep, uh, has the has the easy, smooth hips for a six-foot corner. Um, but he gets his head around pretty damn consistently. His ball production is better than pretty much everyone else's. Uh, I know a lot of it came in that freshman year when they won the Natty, but you you see it like even throwing uh, like Texas A and M twenty twenty or, or UCLA in twenty twenty one, you see ball production. Um, he like I I know he only came in at six foot one ninety. I think he plays bigger than that. Yeah, he does. He looks bigger than that too. He like it's um, funny. He he weighed he you know he measured in smaller than you think, and he didn't test as well as you think on tape. But it's it's on the tape, so who cares, right? Yeah, uh, and obviously he was dealing with the Liz Frank injury, so yeah. maybe he he lost some weight. Maybe he lost like he, he, and, and like he still ran just fine. Like his yeah, yeah. his, uh, I think you're just getting at like he didn't test like a f- freak show, but yeah. he he hit everything you needed overall. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so really, the like with him, where it's with McDuffie, it's the the length and the ball production. With Stingley, it's really to me, it's just the injury stuff. Like I know we hear the maturity stuff, but from what I understand, it it's it's literally nothing off the field. It's more like he he might not love football. Like it's more of the BS stuff. I think it's more that LSU just stunk the last two years, and he's been dealing with injuries, and it just he just stopped caring a bit. Like which. It's hard to blame him. I mean, you can blame him, but, it, you know what I mean? Like, who cares? Yeah, no, I mean, I hate the he doesn't love football thing because I get that you need to commit your life to, to it to be an all-pro or whatever. Um, but also, like, all these guys have other interests. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I, I think it was, like, it was obviously really overblown. It's just one of those things when we go back to, like, what we were saying about Kevon Thibodeau on the Ed Show. Um it's just with these prospects who have hung around for so long, five stars who were dominant as freshmen and, and, and have always been kind of tabbed with 
future top 10 pick. Like, there's... I, I, it seems as if it gets, like, tiresome for the media, so they start going the other way eventually. Yeah. Like, you'll remember so that? I, I remember that happening with Joey Bosa, who still ended up being a third overall pick and has had a hell of a career. It just... I feel like that's just what's happened with Stingley. Because, um, yeah, you throw on the tape, and when he's healthy, he, he can match up with anyone on the outside. He's he's able to play kind of any coverage. He's got the, the length and athleticism. I mean, if you're to really look for something like, yeah, he didn't, he wasn't as willing a tackler in the last two years as he dealt with injuries and LSU you, sucked. You know what, though? So, like, I think, like, a lot of the knocks you could put on him, you'll see him do those things very well at other parts in other games. Like, yeah, I think, like, like in against CMU uh, week one, right? Watch that game, and uh, he looked really good. He had a huge hit to force a fumble uh, in the backfield. Uh, was just quick triggering downhill. I think the aggressiveness versus the run checked out in that game. It was like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I yeah, like, that, like yeah. even even throughout twenty nineteen, like I don't think that there was ever anything that really showed up on tape. It, mm-hmm. It's just like you're right. It's it's only sometimes, and I think it had more to do with LSU sucking. Which I mean, yeah, that's not great that he wasn't. I don't know. He's trying to preserve his body as he played through yeah. injuries, knowing he's got a future as a star NFL corner. Yeah. Um, he's also not overly physical and press. Now, I watched him after watching Sauce, so, like, that obviously is a different. Like, I think he's the least physical of the three. Yeah, no, that, that's fair. He's more of that, like, you know, just smooth, like, technician. Um, just mirrors really well. Yeah, sticky. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I don't but, know. But, like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just come back to the ball production with him. Like, he always gets his head around no matter the situation. He's got this, the recovery. Uh, the yeah, speed the recovery recover. speed is really impressive for, for Stanley. That, yeah, and I think that's part of why... Like like you were saying, like he he's a better athlete on tape than he tested. Not that he tested poorly; it's just he he's that athletic on tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he flashes that, that like clicking close. And now I think he's more of like a smooth athlete rather than explosive athlete, and that some of that yeah. I think comes out in the testing. But no, I mean, I'm not worried. Like you know, the the clicking close is there. Like he he has really sometimes like that really impressive like break. Like I think better than any of the other top corners. Like when that when when they're running it out on him, the, the the kid's ability to break on an out route is so impressive. You know what I mean? Like he just like he he almost beats the ball to the sideline at at times. It's really it's really impressive. Um, I don't know. Like and like he's clearly the highest ceiling because when he puts it together, he could be you know a, a Pro Bowl All Pro type of corner uh, easily, right? And like he's like we already talked about, he's not even twenty one years old yet. <laughs> I I do think his best football was twenty nineteen, but like there's no reason why that wouldn't come back. Like. I'm just trying to think. Let me pull up Tankathon real quick, as I do every show and I announce that I do. Like, let's 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 say he does. Let's say he does fall, fall in quotations, and he ends up fourteen to Baltimore. Oh no! Like ever, ever exactly. That's gonna be the reality. If he ends up in an organization that knows what they're doing, he's gonna. I think he's gonna find instant success. And even if he ends up in one that doesn't, like let's say Seattle, for example. Um, he, he's going to, like, he has the talent that he's going to be starting week one and be, uh, I think eventually reach that pro bowl ability. I think it's just going to be, it'll take more time if it's not as stable an organization, but he's still obviously hold everything on, you want. Like, hold on. He's not a top a 10 stable player. organization? Shake my fucking head. Well, you haven't got Baker yet. Once you get Baker. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you guys didn't even know how to extend Gino properly. I don't even know what happened there. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I do hope that he doesn't end up in, like, a big old stinky organization. But, uh, like, like Houston might be a little bit but, of a... Yeah. But the thing is, I think the stinky organizations are too stupid to draft him. Yeah, that's fair. Like, that, that's how I feel. Uh, that, uh, that part of what I'm hoping, if Stingley and Kayvon Thibodeau fall for stupid reasons, they just end up a good, good, with uh, good teams. That's fair. And then they become stars. That's fair. Okay, um, value pick. Lots to pick from here. Uh, we're talking day three... DB, maybe you view him as a nickel. Uh, who who you feel good about? Fourth, fifth round, maybe. Oh, I didn't go. Uh, that, I didn't go that low. I didn't go that low. Well, that's what we always do for value pick. Okay, like, just that's fine. I, I wrote three downs. So. I just went outside of my top ten. Okay, could uh, you go? I went with Marcus Jones for obvious reasons. Oh, Marcus Marcus Jones is going fucking seventy. Okay, Marcus I, Jones is. Marcus Jones not in your top ten. He's he's number twelve for me. Damn, you low on my guy. You see, I don't. Okay, I think Marcus Jones is an interesting conversation. Okay, clearly the value part here is the uh, the return ability. Uh, he might be the best return man in the league walking into it. Uh, nine career combined kick and punt return touchdowns. Uh, clearly a nickel in the NFL. I mean, he's he's tiny. He's five, five eight, eight. Five eight one seventy four. Tiny tiny wingspan. <laughs> um, didn't test. Uh, which I think that would have been fun but like yeah i mean i think he's an interesting one i think he's gonna go top 100 uh i've got like a late third on him though it he's he's a tough you know with that 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 size is really tough but like he's such a twitchy mover he's got those swivel hips the ball skills really check out like sorry what were you gonna say i think he he it's interesting because when you look at him like you said obviously he's a he's a nickel in the nfl so it's gonna come back to how some teams view that position Mm mm-hmm and, and which teams value that position more? Because like back in the day, you would never draft a uh, your third corner, your nickel, yeah, uh, in the top one hundred. But uh, obviously, the NFL has changed, and certain teams value it more. Uh, but like going back to the point I made earlier about how you're starting to see more big nickels, like that could negatively mm-hmm. impact them. Mm-hmm. But then you so throw in the the the, 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 the return ability, yeah. and you know you're getting an instant like in. And I'm just thinking, who is the best return man? Uh, rookie return man last year. It was in Wangu. Yeah. And he went in the fourth round and he had like zero production as a running back at yeah. Iowa State. Yeah. So you're getting potentially you're starting nickel and the best return one of the best return men in the league. Like that to me says I, I someone's gonna take him in the, at the end of the third round at minimum. Yeah. Right? That's, Despite that's, the size. Yeah, yeah, that's where I got but you know he he's so goddamn feisty. Like he's really scrappy and like everything works like pretty good there, and I think like the hand he's got good ball skills, like the wide receiver hands show. It's just you know the, the lack of length, the like, yeah, like, like like you know at the catch point it really uh, shows. Like even, uh, not even it, against like bigger it, receivers too, but like just even regular it just shows up at the catch point. Anyways, yeah, I think it it helps him a lot that he's feisty. He's a yeah. very willing tackler. Like throwing the Navy game from twenty twenty, they're they're playing a triple option. And he's sticking his nose in. He's and, a and good rap making, tackler. Every, like a solo yeah, like. Tackler. And then you watch him on tape, and, and, and uh, he's playing a ton of man coverage, both press and off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he has wonderful feet. He does. Uh, really quick feet, really great. I wish he we got to see his three cone because I think he's so good laterally, and that that's what shows up at, with him as a punt returner. Yeah, as well. I think the forty, like for like for the layman, the forty wouldn't have been impressive. But then I think those the agility yeah, like, would have been really good. 
like I think he would have gone sub four five, but like not anything crazy. But yeah, I think it, the agility drills was or what would have got everyone excited. Yeah, I think I, I agree. Um, like he's like a four four five to four five flag guy. So so basically, with him, it comes down to are you are are you willing to accept that his size could stop him from being on the field uh, on defense? On defense, but you yeah. but you're getting a potentially elite ret- game changing return man like. Also played some wide receiver this year. That could um, be in the bag too. He he also I I feel as if like at minimum he's not like what what round did Avery Williams go last year? Was it four or five? I can't remember. Because he's a better player he than Avery Williams. Yeah. Uh and okay, he went in the fifth round, 183rd. Um who and he was the best special teamer in the draft combo of return man gunner. Yeah. Uh, so Marcus Jones is a better return man than him and a better corner, corner than him. Yeah. So I think that that that's like if he can go in the fifth round, Marcus Jones not getting into the fourth round, and ultimately I can't see him get into the third round because I th- I think as I look at the the back end of the third round here, like the fucking Rams are gonna take him. At a 104, and it's just everyone's going to kick themselves. Actually, the 49ers would be a great landing spot because they lost Quan Williams, one of the best slot corners in the league. Yeah. That'd be uh, and, like, Baltimore. similar to, you know, every Williams was tiny, 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 too. Like, the, they're, like, the same size, so. Exactly. Um, okay, so my value pick, the three names I wrote down are Alante Taylor of Tennessee, a Caleb Evans of Missouri and Jalen Watson of Washington State. I did Watson uh, just, for a sleeper. I didn't go that deep for my sleeper. Uh, I'll, I'll, wait, did you do Watson as your sleeper? Because I'll save. Yeah, yeah, I did Watson. As your okay, sleeper. so Alante Taylor is one of my favorite guys. Uh, I, I I think I have a fourth round grade on him. Me too. Uh, I th- I think he six foot one ninety nine tested quite well. Um, uh, went sub four four. Yeah. Uh, and a guy who I think could be a safety or a nickel. Um. If, if you don't love him on the outside. But he's really good in press zone on the outside. Mm-hmm. Really feisty. Lays the boom. He'll miss tackles because he's like overly aggressive. Yeah. But I'll take that over an under-aggressive guy. Um, and, I, and I think he does need to get stronger. Uh, sometimes he, he, he can't locate the ball. And I think his hips are a little stiff. And that's kind of why I don't love him as an outside corner. But as a, as a nickel slash safety prospect, I think he's really, really interesting. And he's got the right, like, football makeup mm-hmm. uh, in terms of aggression and then athleticism. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure where his home is going to be. I, I agree with you. He might be a safety. Uh, he might stick outside. But, yeah, like the, I think his hips are sticky a little. You know what I mean? Ooh, you know what I just thought of? What? If Sean McDermott gets his hands on him in the fourth round, it's a good one. Kind of grooms him to replace Poyer or Hyde eventually. It's a good one. I like that one. That, that's I Thank like you. that a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, and like yeah, I like that a lot. And then on top of that, good good pick for value pick because uh, like instant starting gunner, big time gunner at, at Tennessee with that size and and four three six speed. Um, I really yeah, like, so I, I got him early early fourth. I really like Alante Taylor too. Provide depth all over your secondary and be yeah. a star on specials. Uh, and then I, I put a Caleb Evans more as a true outside corner because uh, long press, twitchy athlete, physical at the line of scrimmage, really, really good in man coverage. Um, and, and I just think with today's NFL, like someone's going to bet on the his size and traits in the fourth round. I agree with you, but I was really, those are the type of corners I like. I was disappointed by Evans. Like, I just think, really? like, his feet are just 
His feet, really he, he's, his hips are a little stiff and his feet are bad. His feet are the worst, like the biggest hole in his game. Yeah. Uh, that's why my Akel Witherspoon comp is perfect. <laughs> I just, like, hey. like, yeah, like I, I watched the Boston College game and it's just like, he was just stopping and he was just getting toasted. And it was just like, like he wasn't moving. He's just not feeling routes well. But no, I, I do think like he will go like in the fourth round because of that size and the, the, the solid um, athleticism. I got him. So, in the, I got him in the late fifth, though. Just so Jalen Watson's your sleeper. Yeah, I didn't go that deep, but I do like. I, I he's he's fun. He is a lot of fun. I didn't love him at the Senior Bowl, but I really enjoyed him on on Washington State tape. Yeah, because they just kind of let him play all over the place. Yeah, I mean, six two, almost two hundred. Got that the thirty two and a quarter inch arms. Uh, so that's that's all checked. Tested really well. I had eleven foot prod. A um, little bit of older prospect. Going to be twenty four soon, but I, I don't really care. I just like. He, like, I think he's got, like, you know, slow, kind of heavy feet and, like, a little tight hips. But just, I think he does such a good job carrying those vertical routes. And, like, he's got those long strides, like, in his in his phase. And, like, he's that frame and his length really well. And then on top of that, really good ball skills. And I think all of those traits are just going to translate into something. Um, so, with him, because of the way Washington State used him, uh, like, the, he, he, like, he played, like, in the box sometimes. Yeah. He plays a big nickel. He's he plays on the outside. Too, yeah. Yeah. And, and so, he's one of those guys who, when I was talking about those longer nickels, I think he's really interesting as a, kind of an option there, or as a as a matchup player, like almost like a tight end stopper type guy to develop, mm-hmm. uh, or even just kind of when you're playing a team that uses a tight end more frequently in the slot, like a guy Make you deploy, <laughs> yeah, like a guy you deploy in specific situations. You know what I mean? He does seem like a guy that that Bill Belichick would like. Yeah, that's that's true. Juwan Williams 2.0, baby. Yeah, except you don't you don't have to take him fucking in the 30s or whatever. Um, no, I like that. No, that's interesting. Um, because I, yeah. I like the way he carries deep in. You know, those tight ends that can. You know, if you're facing Kyle Pitts, I think that'd be a good uh, good matchup for him. There's a, the the and you mentioned the arm like there's a couple dudes with a freakish arm length in this class. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good, some good guys with a big wingspan too. Um, JUCO transfer too. So like, I think he's going to only get better. I know he's older, but I think just like some of that's gonna like he. I don't feel like he trusts his eyes fully yet, and he's a little like. I think that that makes him a little iffy in zone at times, and he's just still learning the technique of the game. But like, mm-hmm. I think other than that, everything like he's not a big blazer, but he ran well like four or five one. Like that's that's fine enough for that with that length, right? So, um, I think I think when that comes, he's gonna he's gonna turn it into a piece for you. So my two sleepers are because I have an addiction to guys who are probably gonna go undrafted, but I project this one day to be nickels. Um, this is my, my, my worst NFL draft addiction is these types of players. Uh, and, and I can't kick them. So, uh, Arizona state's Jack Jones and wake Forest wake Forest Jazeer Taylor. You love Those are my Jack two. Jones. I do. I, I've loved Jack Jones for like three years. Oh, yeah. I just keep I think saying. longer. Yeah, you do. Um, I, I, I see them both. The, it seems like they'll both go undrafted. I have fifth rounds on both. Um, and I think both are nickel dudes who, uh, Jack Jones, Jack Jones, uh, I think is just has great feet, and I'm obsessed with that. And mm-hmm. Jazir Taylor, guess what? Also has great feet. I think he mirrors really well. I think his click and close is great. I think he's physical tackler. Um, Jack Jones will miss tackles, but he's aggressive. I just project them both to be potential starting nickels. I don't care. <laughs> I said it. Um, I think Jones got a better shot at getting drafted than than Taylor does. My only issue with it is because, like, he does have stuff that's yeah. been an issue at, 
at both USC mm-hmm. and Arizona State. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a good point. But on talent, I think he's got a better shot. <laughs> Shut up. Jazeera Taylor's gonna be great. I got uh, sick comps. So who's your comp for for Jack Jones? It's Jonathan Jones of the Patriots. For Jazeera Taylor, it's Troy Hill. Okay, so they're they're elite nickels. I respect it. <laughs> yeah, if a guy's a nickel and I like him, he's getting a Pro Bowl level nickel comp. Okay, I got a Kenny Moore comp in this class. Don't worry. Okay, so I think you're 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 going way deeper than I am today. I respect it. Uh, my deep sleeper is like been a popular sleeper on Twitter lately, but I'm throwing him in here because I like him. And it's Fresno State's uh, Deron Bland, who is a really interesting dude. Uh, six foot near 200. Another guy, 32 inch arm. So that's check, check, check. Uh, track background, ran a 448. Uh, so that that's that. I know that the speed is not great, but like watch on the field, like you know the time on the field. It, I don't think he's got an issue. Um, with that big wings, yeah. Plus with that with that size, like to me, that's a good time. Exactly. Too, so. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a really big wings, wingspan. He's just really put together. And like you throw on the tape, and like. I think he's like really balanced in his pedal, uh, and then like has pretty good instincts, and he's got makeup speed, and he's got really good ball skills. And uh, there was one great play against Boise State where they ran a like I think it was a wide receiver pass, and he, he basically went across the field to uh, intercept it. How was it? Came back on a holding, but still it was really fucking uh, impressive. So those are just really tr- interesting traits, and it's kind of like like it's funny. I think he's like feisty, but like he needs to just get off blocks better, even though like he's feisty like with them. Like he'll, he'll mix it up with an offensive lineman. Solid tackler. And I, I got him like a late day three grade. Not sure if he's going to get drafted, but I mean, there's big media people that like him now. Um, so maybe. Um, but I think there's a lot, a lot to build on there. Uh, I went with a guy who, he was at the Senior Bowl, and I liked him going in the Senior Bowl, and I, I he, he might not be a deep enough sleeper, but it's Gregory Jr. That's fine. Okay, cool thank you. He's not, he's not as deep a sleeper as... Bland, even though Gregory Jr.'s from Uchida Baptist. <laughs> um, but he is he's another well put together corner, six foot two oh three, mm-hmm. uh, tested pretty well. And my my main takeaway with him, I just love how balanced he is. And uh he he he's physical through like and again it's at that level, he has to be the best player on the field, but he is so much bigger than every receiver he covers, and he just bullies them at the line. And he's so balanced, and you can see the twitch on tape when he gets downhill. Uh, Thirty-nine and a half inch uh, vert, and to me, this he—he's a guy who's gonna add special teams value. Ran a four-four-five too. I don't know if you've already said that. But yeah, no, that's it's a good pick. That's a good pick. Okay, do you want to know who the deep deep sleeper is? And fucking, I don't know if it was Twitter or the media caught wind of it. Who is it? Do you have a guess? Uh, no. Sam Webb of uh, Missouri Western oh, State. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have the, you seen that re- lately? I have seen it lately. Yeah. Um, and and he he's a another fairly big corner, it's like six and six foot flat and six a half. foot, yeah, six, six foot two hundred yeah yeah two hundred one, and uh, like six sorry six one two hundred three, and sub four five forty two and a half inch vert eleven four broad. Uh, blowing people up on tape, stick tackles, really like and again, it's at the level of competition. It's hilarious to watch this man. It's, he plays purely press man. And it's hilarious to watch. Like it just no one has a chance with him. He's the only NFL player on the field. But uh, that that size, that explosiveness, 
And that physicality, special teams, baby. It's a good one. There's, there's a lot of good special teamers in this group. So a lot of small school guys in this group too, yeah, there eh? There is, there is, there is. Uh, wild card. Uh, I feel like Stingley is kind of like the the main wild card. Yeah. Do we think he's it, it, like Thibodeau? Do we think he's like actually gonna fall? Like, it, he, like would he get past Minnesota? No, I don't think so. I think the Seahawks are gonna look. They don't like putting the the money on corners like the draft capital, but. He fits that. I don't think he ends up sliding. If it is, I don't think it's past 15. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. He um, shouldn't. But he is still a, he's still a wild card. Yeah. Uh, we don't know. Uh, you got anyone else? I think, I think Tariq, Will, Tariq Woolen's a wild card. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Be- because he, I mean, he tested like no one. He's he Essentially, nothing like him has ever entered the NFL. Yeah. A 6'4 corner with that type of athleticism. Um. And I I just wonder how early will a team sell themselves on him, right? Number like, nine, yeah. Like, what what round grade do you have on him? I have a mid third. Okay, me too. Would you be shocked if he goes top forty? No. Seahawks pick forty. <laughs> forty or forty one. I mean, lock it in. It's already, it's already um, done. Yeah. So like. I don't know. We've seen crazier things. If he went at the end of the first round, I don't think I'd be, like, jaw-hitting the floor shock. No. No. Like, I think it'd be a, a, such a reach, and I'm not not someone who would ever do that. But uh, we, we've seen the NFL bet on worse things. Yeah. I, I definitely. You know what's I, – sorry, just to throw this in here. I don't think the gap between Willen and McCollum is really great. And I think I think McCollum blew shit up at the combine, too. McCollum has such a ridiculous three cone. His brother does too. We're just not talking to his brother enough. But six four so Woolen, six four, forty two inch vert, ten eleven broad, four two six forty. Nothing we've ever seen that type of size, speed, explosiveness at corner before. Um and so I don't know, like a team could sell themselves on him in the first round. That's why I think he's a wild card. Yeah, I mean, do you want to do we want to get deep into Woolen now, or do you want to wait until we do get there? No, we'll wait because uh, we'll wait. Uh, also, a wild card, Josh Job. Where, where do you have Josh Job? He is my corner thirty-three. Okay, I got him. I don't. I got him twenty-two. I got like a mid six. I don't know. Okay, but point being, he's a late day three guy who I don't know if I'd be shocked if he ends up in the third round. He wasn't even the best Alabama corner. No, Armory Davis is way better. I actually like Armory Davis. Um, that in a bit, perhaps. Best bet. We already know who we got. It's the it's Sauce Man. The sauce Man, baby. So, I guess what, what separates him, like, with McDuffie floor, Stingley ceiling is Sauce, I think, is the most likely to become a Pro Bowl player. Mm-hmm. Is that is that kind of our thought process here? Yeah, I agree. And I think he's got the the best combination of, I think, his floor is high, and I think his ceiling's high, too. Yeah. Um, just bullies. Bullied people for three years at Cincinnati, 6'3", 190. So physical at the line of scrimmage, man coverage, um, press man coverage. But like he played tons of cover three and cover one. Um, Just team stopped going at him. He's so Mm – like seeing a corner with his feet and hips at that size is not something you're used to. 
Like his ability to flip his hip. I I thought the fluidity is the most ridiculous yes. thing about him at six three. Like yeah. it, it it is wild. Like how easily he just bullies guys at the line of scrimmage. Sure, but seeing a six three corner flip their hips like that is just so absurd. He mirrors so well. You He's just got stay this in phase like for for so long. Like no problem. Lo, yeah, get gets his head around, locates ball in phase. Uh, has Trails the speed to, has the speed to carry you deep like that yeah. I think that was like the only because he he is more smooth than he is twitchy so I think the only thing that was maybe people were worried about was long speed but like he checked that box mm-hmm. he didn't test anything else but I don't know he he's he's so natural he's so, he was like born to play corner yeah and like the hands aren't just at the at the at the line either it's like he uses his hands throughout the route to just to throw guys off. Like he's just and violent hand fighter. Yeah, it's almost like a breath of fresh air with him, um, because a lot of bigger corner or corners in general in college football who are playing press like don't use their hands are not mm. physical. Like they mirror off the line of scrimmage and that's their press. Like they're lined up nose to nose, but yeah, 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 they're not jamming. He's always jamming. Like you said, he uses his hands through the route. Um, and I think that's just kind of, he is so advanced as a press corner. Yeah. I mean, like, like everything checks out with him. Like the instincts are so good. Like he finds the ball all the time. Uh, I love like how sticky he is when, when a quarterback's scrambling, he's just so instinctual there. And like, like there's plays where like, it's him like on like maybe like two, two receivers on a scramble, like underneath, obviously not like, wait, you know, they're pretty close, but like he takes away like half the field on a scramble, which is, I, you know what I mean? Or like a quarter of the field at least. I think that's really impressive. I there's there's not a whole lot of holes in this game. Like I think like he just needs to trust the technique more a, a little bit maybe, but like I don't know, and like just keep getting stronger and like maybe maybe be a little bit more aggressive in the run. Like just a nitpick. Other than that, I don't think there's a lot of a lot of glaring holes. No, I I, I agree and like I I don't think he has quite the ceiling of Stingley. Yeah. Just cuz I do think Stingley's a better athlete. But he's got Pro Bowl easy ceiling. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like it's not a big difference. Like I just think like they're both top ten players. Uh, like right now, Sauce is the third player on my board. Stingley's the seventh. I actually have a mid mid like first on Stingley. Um, but like that doesn't mean he's not going to be like in my top ten. Um, I, I have a top ten grade on Sauce. I think yeah. No, I think like he's low he, on the sauce. Okay. No wait, no. He's, that's not you don't low. have a top three grid. Sorry, <laughs> I think he is number three for me behind Neil and uh, and Icky. Yeah, the correct people to have at the top. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's just he's just so so good. You know what I love too in in the in the in the um, playoff game for what we saw of Jameson Williams, um, against against Sauce. He looked like he had no issue, man. Yeah, and that, that that's the that's the one guy who gave Georgia's defense issues this year. Mm-hmm. Now they did have Darian Kendrick covering them, but who's the true hey. wild card in this round? <laughs> how many how many sub four eight corner? He's sub four eight. That's pretty good, actually. I couldn't run sub four eight. Congrats, Darian. Um, uh, like the hey, worst forty in like the entire class. Orange Bowl MVP. That's the worst. Um, you know, you know what's the best though? Athletic Greens. Mm, love them B- because they let you reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. 
It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform for you to download and to use. Talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. You can share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. Uh, you'll be notified when AJ goes live Thursday night when the Seahawks take Zion McCollum 9th. We are doing a post-first uh, round uh, episode, right? Uh, yeah, over at the the Hawks Nest, our ColorCast uh, channel. Love the Hawks Nest. Yeah, where we just t- talk uh, Seahawks draft picks all year long. There are people who do that, you know that, right? Who talk Seahawks draft picks all year long? Oh, yeah. But do they have a catchy name like Hawks Nest? Uh, they got better names. Okay. Hawk Talk. Like the, the Emerald City Chat? I don't yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a great way to finish that. Anyways, yeah. How many corners do you want me to rank for you? Uh, I don't know. How many do you feel like rattling off? Okay. Uh, I was just going to go 20 again because... You, you want to do 20? You can do more if you really want to get guys' names in your mouth if you want. I just want to say Dallas Flowers from Pittsburgh State. That's a kick return guy to keep an eye on. That's, that's uh, all I want to say. No, I respect I'm out. I respect you do the rest show. of the show. All right. <laughs> Number 20. Okay, where do you... Uh, 20? Just do 20 to keep with the tradition? Okay, I'll do 35 to 21, then we'll do top 20. <laughs> really? All right, thir- 35, Dallas Flowers of Pittsburgh State. 34, Vincent Gray of Michigan. 33, Josh Josh Job of Alabama. 32, Demarion Williams of Houston. 31, Bryce Watts of UMass. 30, Gregory Jr. of Washita Baptist. 29, Sam Webb of Missouri Western State. 28, Jacoby Duran of South Carolina State. 27, Chase Lucas of Arizona State. 26, Josh Thompson, Texas. 25, Cordell. This was a mistake. Yep. Cordell Flott, LSU. 24, Jazir Taylor, Wake Forest. 23, Jack Jones, Arizona State. 22, Mario Goodrich, Clemson. 21, Kalon Barnes, Baylor. These are like already guys who've all names too. Okay. <laughs> hey, I got Barnes 23, and uh, so they're close. He's fast as fuck, obviously. And Mario Goodrich is my 20. I like Goodrich right. still, but not as much as I thought. Um, I was going to say something, but I can't remember now. Anyways, let's move on. You ready? Do you to- want me to give you more than that? No, no, no. That's good. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, remember remember TJ Carter? That's what I wanted to bring up. Remember when he was a is he in player? this draft? I'm pretty sure he is, yeah. He's like older than Chase Lucas somehow. <laughs> remember when he was a first-round pick? You know, like Chase Lucas is like older than Joe Burrow. <laughs> But I do remember when TJ Carter was a first-round pick. I just want to bring him up. Uh, anyways, number 20 for me, the good man, Mario Goodrich. I got a late fifth, early sixth-round grade on him. Uh, number 19, I got a Caleb Evans, uh, late fifth-round grade. Number 18, that's where I got Jalen Watson, late fifth-round grade. A bit of a jump here. Uh, 17, I got Tariq Castro-Fields. I got a late fourth on him. Uh, 16, I got Jalen Armour-Davis. Oh, finish your drink. Mid-fourth-round grade. I like armour does that, does that make him the corner of seven runs in heaven, the official corner? I'm cool with that. 
I'm cool with cool. that. It's I feel like he isn't getting enough respect for it in Alabama corner. He's a great name. Uh, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Chris Sims put him as the fifth rated uh, corner in the whole class. Oh, never mind then. I'm, I'm Chris Sims had him had him above Derek Stingley. Oh God, I don't I don't <laughs> look at Chris Sims rankings. It's, it's weird that people still respect those rankings. I, I someone shared it in a on or someone like quote tweeted it and made fun of it. But yeah. Um, Okay, 20, I got Jalen Watson with a fifth. 19, I got Martin Emerson with a fifth. 18, I got Tariq Castro Fields with a fourth. 17, I Caleb Evans with a fourth. And 16, I got Jalen Armour Davis with a fourth. Emerson's my 21, so we're pretty, we're pretty close here. Um, Remember when he had some first-round love for yes. a little bit? Yeah, like not that long ago. But it was just weird. It, it wasn't that long ago, and it wasn't for that long, but it was no. strange. When was it like just because he's big? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, All right. Okay. Go. Fifteen, the greatest corner in the in the in the in the country, according to uh, whoever gives the Thorpe Award, Kobe Bryant. We got him a fourth round grade on him. Number fourteen, Joshua Williams, baby, the pride of Fayetteville State, mid fourth round grade. Uh, Thirteen is where we got Alante Taylor, early. Fourth hey, round finish grade. your drink. That's the official corner of our show. That now. is, yeah, yeah, that's that's the right pick. Uh, Twelve is where I got Marcus Jones, uh, late third, and eleven. Uh, one of my favorites, Damari Mathis. I got him. Okay, no, that's the same. That's where I have him. He is actually the official because he's also <laughs> one of my favorites. Damari yeah, Mathis. <laughs> okay, Zion McCollum's in your top ten. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh The classic Seahawks fan. Yeah. Uh, fifteen. I got Zion McCollum with a fourth. Fourteen. I got Kobe Bryant with a fourth. Thirteen. Alante Taylor with a fourth. Twelve. Joshua Williams with a fourth. Eleven. Damari Mathis with a third. Uh, I really like Damari Mathis. Yeah, I like Joshua Williams a lot too. Yeah, that he he another big fucking corner. Do you want six to... three? Yeah. Really good in off zone. I thought uh, surprising good feet for a bigger corner. Really physical. Yeah, I think yeah he he, I think he's gonna go in the third round. I uh, yeah I think he's got a really good chance to and solid think, tackler yeah like I think of, I think both him and Zion McCollum are going in the third round. Yeah, I got I got a third round grade on Simon McCollum. I'll make a name in a sec. Yeah, just like like the jump in play is gonna be a massive test for Williams. I don't think he had a great senior bowl. I don't think he had a good senior bowl. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like I like I like Joshua Williams. Uh, let's talk about Demari Mathis because we both like him so much. Uh, so Demari Mathis is just he's really natural and press man. Um, I think he he's really he his click and close is really good. He he's great instincts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he does such a good job mirroring. He, he has like really good spatial awareness, I thought. And he, he does a good job locating ball. Like there's not a ton test, wrong. Like he'll, he'll mi- he misses some tackles, but like, there's not a lot. Like he's very clean. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, I like the hands like off the line, like the, the, the jam, the stab. Yeah. There. Another um, guy who uses his, his, his hands in press. Solid tackler, yeah. I think I think really good right. senior bowl week too. He, really, that's where he, you know really opened my eyes and he threw on the tape. He looked looks good. You know, he's he's like five eleven, almost two hundred. Like he's he checks all the boxes. He's a good football player. He's another guy who's like if if the Bills draft him to be the corner opposite Tre'Davious mm. White and be like, oh no. Oh, he's yeah. also another guy, a guy who I think can kick inside and be a starting nickel too. If yeah. you want, like if 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 you're a team who has two starting outside corners drafts him, like. I think no problem. He steps in as a nickel. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. All right, top ten. Wait, did you want any comps? Who's your Demari Mathis comp? Uh, Marcus Trufant. Let's go. I put Ronald Darby. Except better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, can we can we talk Kobe Bryant quickly? Yeah, we should. That's a good call. I just don't think he's athletic enough. He's not. <laughs> like he he's he's a guy who's like he has a very great understanding of what he is doing and how to play corner. Yeah. But his ceiling is so capped by his lack of athleticism. Yeah, like like his feet are good. Like he plays like really well balanced. Like you said, really good instincts, yeah. good eyes. Uh, really physical solid. enough. Yeah, really solid in run support. Yep. I think you're taking him on, you know, the fourth round and you're you're getting what you're getting. He's 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 ad, he's as advertised. The best corner uh, in the country. Uh, he, he I think he seems like I've seen some like day two stuff for him. I I'm not there, but I think he's been like trending. Um, like I think that was like for a bit, like you know, cut off the Thorpe and he's been slipping, but yeah. Yeah. Uh my Levi Wallace comp on him feels right. It's a good one. Lots of Bills references. Um Well oh, Jalen Armour Davis comps Eli Apple. I just wanted to Wait, tell you. I got an Eli is that I have an Eli Apple comp on someone, and it might be Jalen Hurts. I can't remember. Damn, if it is, do you have a Jalen Watson comp? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I do. Okay, me neither. That's why I ask. <laughs> why can't I? Uh, yeah. Oh, my Alante Taylor comps Logan Ryan. That's a good one. Oh, I do have an Eli Apple comp on Jalen Armour Davis. What okay, he's Eli Apple. He's back to the corner of the show. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> okay, you you want to go ten to six? Yeah, ten here is where I got Roger McCreary. I think I'm a little little lower on oh, him. Oh, okay, a little lower. I got a mid third round grade on him. Uh, nine is where I got Zion, baby, the the real Zion. Everyone's gonna figure out the other Zion. Zion McCollum. I got a mid third round grade. I don't think there's a big difference between him and Tariq Woolen, who's my number eight. Also mid third. That's a big chunk for me here. Um, third round dudes. Seven is my guy, Cam Taylor Britt. I got an early third round grade. And then we get into the big boys here. Yeah, Number six, yeah. though, is Kyler Gordon for me. Early to mid-second round grade, though. That's a, that's so, so, so is that uh, – sorry. So is seven to ten all thirds? Yeah, yeah. Seven to eleven. Seven to twelve, really. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're, we're kind of different orders, but same guys, same round grades, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. seems. Eight, eight, uh, eight through eleven are very close for me. Like flip a coin kind of close. Yeah, okay. Same. Um. Okay, ten. I got Tariq Woolen of UTSA with a third round grade. Uh, the comp is so difficult for a guy we haven't play style. I went with Trevon Diggs. Um, nine. Yeah. Nine. A guy I like, but not as I. I, I wish I liked him as. I wish I was higher on him because you're high on him. Cam Taylor Britt. Uh, with third round grade and a luxurious Sneed comp. Oh, I like that. That's better than my comp. Oh, here I'll read you your comps when you're done. Go through. Sorry. Uh, eight. I got Marcus Jones of Houston. Uh, third round grade with a Kenny Moore comp. Seven. Mine, mine is Allen Rossum, but like much better. <laughs> Remember Allen uh, Rossum? When the Steelers signed Allen Rossum, was for a while when I was a kid, Allen Rossum was the Steeler I hated the most. No, he's the goat. But he like wasn't even a good return man when he got to Pittsburgh. That's, it was yeah, terrible. It was like thirty two. Yeah. Uh, seven, I got Roger McCreary of Auburn with a second-round grade and a Kendall Fuller comp. And then six, I got Kyrie Elam of Florida with a second-round grade and a Carlton Davis comp. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little lower on McCreary. I mean, you know, 5'11", 190, shorter arms, under 30 inches. I got uh, An- Dar- Another guy whose arms are questionable, yeah. Yeah, didn't didn't test well. Uh, I got a Darkwee's Dennard uh, comp, Denard, I guess. Uh I don't think he had the he had an okay senior bowl. He does have the inside outside versatility, so like you like that. I mean, I don't know. Like he does a good job of staying in phase on deep balls, but like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like uh, I think his so, quick and close is a bit tight. Like he'll he'll have guys go up and play above him, and like he just doesn't have like that that explosion. 
he yeah. so his his ceiling is gonna be capped because of the athleticism. Yeah. And his ball skills, I think, need to improve. He doesn't always do a great job finding ball in phase. Uh, and you just kind of mentioned like bigger guys can go up over him, mm-hmm. and he he won't disrupt. But I think he's I think he is like he's a a guy who who got away with lack of length and some athletic questions because he's so technically sound. He's super I think physical he's, too. Yeah, very physical press man guy with great feet, uh, fluid enough hips. Um, yeah, he he's got he can go inside he can go outside. That's why I like the Kendall Fuller comp. Like he can play a bit outside, can play a bit inside, and I think that's like when you're drafting Roger Curry. Like the, he's another guy who I watch him. I'm like, oh man, if Sean McDermott got this guy, <laughs> like that's who would get the most out of him. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I I just really like him uh, be, because of what he does as a press man guy. Yeah, I just like I, I I don't disagree at all. Like, he's really physical. I like that. Like throughout the route too, another guy like that. I also um, think because of the lack the the testing and the arm length, like he's gonna fall further than he should, and someone's gonna get a nice bargain there. I'm, yeah, I think like like I'm I'm gladly taking him in the mid third. You know what I mean? Like it's just like he's not the guy I want to bet. You know, spend that second round pick on. You know what I mean? Right. I'd be happy if the Steelers took him in the second round. Yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, so hold on. Uh, Zayma Collum. I think he's like, Who's your, do, you, do you have a comp? I, not a good one. I put Stanford route. Okay. Okay. I put Jamel Dean. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. So I feel like Tariq Woolen has stolen Zion McCollum's thunder because he's almost as big at, at 6'2", like 200 flat pretty much. Ran a 4'3", 3, elite jumps, uh, great agility, which which Woolen doesn't have. Uh, he, he He's he's going to be one of the best gunners in the, in the, in the league probably. Like, I, I don't think you're doing the agility justice enough, so I just want to say it. Yeah, at sorry. six two, a yeah. six four eight three cone, and a three nine four shuttle, like yeah, fucking insane. Yeah, and he ran a four three three and had a thirty nine and a half inch vertical eleven broad. Like yeah. he's the best a- athlete at corner in this class. Yeah, and I think like a lot him, of people throw that on Willen, but Willen's agility was not good. No, and it shows up on tape too. Anyways. McCollum, uh, like the technique needs a lot of work. He's like a kind of off balance in his pedal all, all the time, like opening his hips early. And like just kind of like, I don't know, not not competitive enough through his routes at times, just leaving space open. But like, I don't know, like that that build, the footwork is good. Like obviously that speed is, is easy and long. Uh, I think his eyes are pretty good. And the, the hips for his size are really good. And like a patient I was going to say, he's not stiff. No, he's not. He's not. No. And I think that's that means he's a really, really good ball of clay that's almost there. You know what I mean? It just clicking a couple more things i think mccollum's gonna i mean again you're always swinging with these types of dudes um but so much with that is them landing in the right spot for them to actually reach it like if he if he ends up in houston if he stays home he ends up in houston like i'm not feeling great about it but if he if he ends up in uh, baltimore like i'm feeling pretty good about it yeah no that's that's for sure people forget how important fits are sometimes yeah yeah um you want to talk about next? Tariq Woolen? Oh, we did. Tariq Woolen. We've done. No, we saved him. We saved him. Yeah, go on. Um, so I, I, my, my concerns obviously insane size, insane athlete. My concerns are like his feet are a little bit sloppy. His ball skills aren't great. He like can struggle to get his head around him. Yeah. And locate ball in phase. Like, I think he's better in zone than he is in man. Uh, like sometimes I don't feel as if. He uses his length enough. No, agreed. Like his press technique's not very good. No, and and like it's hard to know. How, like he's like a former receiver, uh, yeah. two hundred and sixty three yards in his career. 
Um, and it's hard to know how much coaching he actually got because when you got a six four corner with that type of athleticism at UTSA, like they can probably get away with a lack of technique, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry too too much about it. Exactly. I do think so, you see glimpses though. Like I, I think like sometimes you see the glimpse of the wide receiver type of ball yeah. skills. Yeah. I think like like uh, what game was it? I I think it was early in the, oh Illinois early in the Illinois game. He had a really great play where he 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 just read the wide receiver's hands deep and just knock the ball down. I'm like, okay, this guy can can hang at the catch point, but other times he just doesn't, like like you said. Um I think the hips hips are pretty good for the size. He uses the sideline well at times. Like he can bump a run pretty decent at times, but like I don't know, like again, like the pieces are there, but it's 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 not together. Um and that's a, it's just another guy who it's it's a big gamble. If you take him like it depends where you take them. Yeah. Um Cam Taylor Britt. Let's talk about someone we love. Cam Taylor Britt. I mean, I think I think I really fell for him when he he just lit up Trey Turner at the Super Bowl in that in that stock drill. <laughs> That's like yeah, and, and, and you see it on tape too. He just blows oh, yeah. people up. He he's a guy who who's got that that like feistiness, twitch, and and size to be really interesting as a nickel too. Um, yeah, it could be could be a safety like that's, that's yeah not off the table for me there. He's like he's like the Alante Tiller of day two. Yeah, very much so. I mean, because he's so good against the run, like he he sheds blocks really well. I think it's like missed tackle percentage was high, but I'm not trusting PFF because I don't know. He looked pretty good. Like he'll have a couple like I didn't I didn't see him missing a ton. Me neither. And like I, I don't know, maybe like he's also get... putting himself into position to make more tackles Ex- than most DBs. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and like you just see that burst triggering down a block, like you said, putting yourself in the position. Uh, I think he's good. I don't know, and I've seen him like just thump tight ends and put him in the dirt. I fuck that. I love that. What what, what do you like him? Uh, what what type of coverage do you like him best in? I don't know. I'm not sure. How about... I thought I thought he looked his best in off man. Yeah, that's a little bit of off zone too. Like I don't think he's great because his press or... isn't that good. Yeah, like which is surprising because he's so physical. Yeah. Um, I didn't think like he he kind of gets lost in his feet. Kind of like gets stuck when he presses. I thought. When he's got that space and he's, he, and has eyes on the QB and can kind of break on the mm. ball, I think he 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 at least seems a lot more natural there. Yeah, yeah I like I like the luxurious Sneed comp because I think he's a guy who could do so many different things in a secondary, and he's he's a willing tackler to go with the athleticism. So I like your comp better because I went with Demarius Randall, similar idea, but but seems a better football player. Yeah, so I like your I like yours, <laughs> but similar idea. Yeah. Um, uh, did we talk about Marcus Jones? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Did we? Yeah. I feel like we did yeah. enough. Yeah, we did yeah. enough. Uh, just love that feistiness and in, in the footwork and the return specialty. But he's a guy. Another guy like his is such a specific role on defense mm-hmm. that the wrong landing spot. Like he might not play. Um, let's do our five to one, and then we'll we'll talk with the, about the guys, the, the three guys we haven't done yet. Yeah. Okay, that's perfect. Okay, so like I said, Kyler Gordon is my six. I got an early mid second. Just above him, interchangeable pretty much. I got Kyrie Elam, uh, my number five, early mid second. Then just a nudge above them. I have Andrew Booth. I got an early second on him. And then my top three, Derek Stingley, number three. I got, yeah, 15 to 25. I got Trey McDuffie, second, top 15 grade. And Sauce Gardner, top 10 grade. Okay, so we're we're similar here. uh, Obviously, I had Kyrie Elam, sixth, but I got a second round grade on him. Uh, But five, I've got Kyler Gordon. He's one of my favorite players in the draft. Second round grade, uh, on trail roll comp. Four. I, put, I put Marshawn Lattimore. Oh, okay. which I think I've okay. seen a little bit. Yeah, on trail rolls a, a good one. Uh, I'll talk more about why in a minute. Andrew Booth, I do think is 
like second round, but above those guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I got him. So I I got the high second, not like that would put him as a top thirty two player. Yeah. Uh, in a Kyle Fuller comp, um, three year at Trent McDuffie, first round grade Jair Alexander comp, two Derek Stingley first round grade Stephon Gilmore comp, one Sauce Gardner first round grade Richard Sherman comp. I, I did the Sherman comp too. Yeah. I did. I, I also did the Gilmore comp too on, Sting, on Stingley. I just. I couldn't think of anyone else that Sauce could be. I'm like, every, every other type of style of corner like him, I feel like it's not doing him enough service. You know, I, that's that's how I felt too. Like Richard Sherman's the only guy who was built similarly with that type of just dominance as a press. The hands too. The hands yeah. really remind me of Sherman. Yeah, and like his ability to to open his hips and stay in phase like that that looks a lot. Like there's just not a, there's not a lot of guys that size who could do those things that these two did. Do that's why the Jets are taking him. Yep. Um, you want to do okay? Let's do Elam first. Who, uh, a guy I think you get really excited about because when he's on, he's on. He's mm-hmm. he he's the second youngest corner. Yeah, he's, he's not yet twenty one. A couple days after the draft, like May fifth or something. Yeah. So six two one ninety one, really long. Um, I think so. He reminds me of like a more wiry. Carlton, like a little more long speed, a little less strength, Carlton Davis, with just like he wants to manhandle everyone. And that leads to a lot of flags. Uh, he was flagged 12 times in his career. I think seven this year. So that's that that's like my biggest worry is he's just too grabby. He gets grabby, especially on like the comebacks. Yeah. But I think he's got great feet for a taller corner. He's got the long speed to carry deep. He wants to bully you. Um and, and I, I need him to find the ball better in phase because that's kind of where like some of the some of the uh, uh, of the other flags come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I like you know in trail that length. I think the length shows up the catch point like that in trail especially like you kind of can make plays from behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like how aggressive he is at the catch point, just like you know swatting hands hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, like again, it's when it when it comes together, he looks like a first round pick. Yep. Um, it's just like that, really up and down. Um, that's why I don't like. I don't think it, it like. If he goes in the first round, like I feel like, that's fine. Like he's, I think he's clearly a top forty player. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And um, has such a, just he's so much upside. Like to see him be better against the run though. Like just just isn't too aggressive yeah. and kind of just throws his shoulder and stuff yeah. wrapping. Yeah. Yeah, like I I have Kyler Gordon above him, but I think Elam has more upside. That's fair. Yeah, I I, I think as an outside the corner, they graded out the same for me. Yeah, go ahead, Kyler Gordon. Okay, so Kyler Gordon's one of my favorite players in this class because he's a matchup player. Mm-hmm. And you'll see that on tape. Like, against Utah in 2020, they Washington basically just had him cover tight ends one-on-one. Yeah, on one. yeah watch that game. Uh, and then you go Oregon 2021. He's playing outside corner the whole game. And no, he didn't run as fast a 40 as everyone wanted. Like, he ran 4-5-2. But the explosive and agility, like, he, he yeah. tested phenomenally. Yeah. He's a, a fantastic athlete. I think that shows up uh, with his – and he's well-built, too. He's six feet. Uh, and it sh- the athleticism, like, translates to his footwork. Like, his feet are really quick. Um, he's he's physical at, at the line. He can press you. Uh, he, he pulls trigger and gets downhill and, and blows stuff up in the backfield. Yep. Uh, he, he can play off uh, off or, uh, or press. Um, and uh, I just like the ability that, that I think he can – like he can be a safety, I think he can be a nickel yeah. or he can be a corner. It's kind of he can play anywhere in the in the secondary. I agree. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think of the top six guys, he's the only one who can do that. Yeah, no, I, t- I totally agree. Um, 
Yeah, because you see, like you said, you see him go inside and outside. I got no issue. Like the four five two, I don't. Who cares? Like when everything just, else is what it is. I, I but even like so, it. like you see, like that big time acceleration, like to get to top speed. You know what I mean? Like in such a yeah. springy, athletic mover, quick feet, just like well balanced. Like like his his teammate there, McDuffie. Um, like sticky, twitch twitchy mover with like sticky hips and sorry. Not sick hips, but sticky when he's like in the hip pocket of uh, in coverage. I really, really like that. Um, like I think like like kind of like sometimes his 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 pedals a little clunky at times, and I think his instincts are still kind of coming along. Uh, and like he doesn't trust his eyes. I think. Yeah, is, is, is it, it? He's he's less confident in zone coverage, and yeah, you're yeah. right on the instincts. Yeah, but no, everything else is great. And I think I think you know if that if that forty was you know fucking five tenths of a second faster. Is that even right? I don't even know. I'm bad at those. I'm bad at time, just like you. Um, if he was, if that forty was a little bit better, I think he'd be like a, like people would be like talking about him as a guaranteed first round pick. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which is stupid because I, I don't think it matters. And I think he is the perfect uh, with the jumbo ty- uh, jumbo slots in today's mm-hmm. NFL. He is the perfect way to com- combat that. And uh, I think he adds such versatility to your back end. Um, Andrew Booth, I think if he tested, he'd be a surefire first-round pick. Obviously, he's, he was dealing with a core muscle injury, yeah. so he didn't test. Has so an injury history, too, which is one of the yeah, yeah, and that, that's why he could slide, but I think he's kind of consensus fourth corner. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but, yeah, the injuries and the no testing could, could slide. He he is, I think, very uh, cover-versatile. Mm-hmm. I think he another guy who... I, I would call him a technician. Like played a yeah. ton of pat- pattern match at Clemson, so you'll see him play off zone, press zone. He's playing press man. Um, I think he's got great instincts in coverage, and I think he's got great footwork in coverage. Yeah, the feet the feet are really smooth. Like he's got that smooth pedal, just like quick and, and twitchy feet. If, that, if that's a you know maybe. yeah, like and, and like he's willing to get downhill, pull trigger, and mm-hmm. blow shit up. Mm-hmm. You saw him do it on tape. Um, there's really good he, ball skills. Yeah, like there's not a lot wrong with his game. So, like, I, I think like sometimes just gonna like bite on the double moves and the and the pumps. Um, I think like I don't know, like sometimes like on comebacks he's a little sticky, like not in coverage, but just the hips are a little. There is there really isn't a lot of flaws to him. No, he he he's very safe, and I think that's why he he's above the other two. We'll get too aggressive tackling maybe sometimes and get a little bit flybys, but like he's not the guy. Like he'll he'll explode into blocks. He's physical tackler. And he's got some son of a bitch in him, man. Like he's got that like fiery on-field demeanor, like mm-hmm. that corner one type of demeanor. Um. Yeah. So I I th- I don't know if he'll end up in the first round, but I think he's a top three two player. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I totally totally agree. Uh. By the way, my my comp is Jackrabbit. Oh, I like that. I think I stole that from from Lance C. Stole a lot of comps oh, for this course, one. Of course you did. It's hard. It's hard. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, and then yeah, we did McDuffie, Stingley, and uh, Sauce. Anyone else you want to talk about? Anything I'm surprised McDuffie wasn't your cornerback too. I just like I I Derek Stingley is a McDuffie's just such such a your guy corner. I know he is. I know he is. AJ AJ, you know how much it hurts that you have him and Kim Taylor Britt higher than me. <laughs> McDuffie twelve on my er twelve on my board right now. I might move him up, but he's the, he's the goat. Um. I just want him to be a Viking. I'm glad we agree on Alante Taylor. He's a lot of fun. Um, it's like a good group, man. It's a good group. Um, who? Okay, I've like the day three guys. Who do you think? Who could you see like ascending the fastest and like starting, you know, maybe halfway down the stretch or or even immediately? 
We're calling to Murray Mathis. We both have third, so we're not counting him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, Alante Taylor would be my pick. Okay. Because just a lot of that has to do with, I think, like it could be as a safety or a nickel. Yeah, no, that's, that's um, a good pick. Uh, if I were talking straight outside corner, I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen Armour Davis finds his way onto the field yeah. quick. Yeah, I, I agree with that one. Like, he's he's raw. I think he's going to be pretty boomer bust, but, like, the size and the athleticism. It's so weird for a Bama corner to come out and not be a complete technician, and he's the opposite of that. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Tariq Castro Fields? I just want to throw it out there because, like, when he's on, he's really damn good, but it's, he, it's, it's few he, and far he, between. He, he's kind of like a, a lesser Jalen Armour Davis to me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right? Like, sometimes he's just getting toasted. But other times, like, sometimes he gets toasted and then all of a sudden he's catching up because he got this extra yeah, kick to his yeah. great athlete, 6'1". Yeah. Uh, I think, he, like, sometimes he, he looks really good mirroring. Other times he just doesn't know where he is. And, like, the mm-hmm. ball skills. The ball skills kind of scare me. Like, if you can't if you can't find ball in phase and, like, you just kind of panic and either give up a step or interfere, like, that's yeah. hard to get over. Yeah, especially, like, you know, he's not super instinctual. And sometimes I just feel like he's not feeling the game well and, like, I don't know. He's really inconsistent. Um, uh, yeah. If Mario Goodrich was a good athlete, I think I feel I'd like I would have. Him, yeah. yeah. I like him. I like him. It's just yeah. Yeah. You know who I think's really interesting? Who's that? Cordell Flott. Young, super young. Super another super young dude. Nickel projection from you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, they LSU asked him like because they had Stingley and, and Ricks, they had him playing a lot of like just true nickel. Um. And I thought like, I don't know. He he, he's like light in the pants. Like he's so so wiry, but like willing to stick his nose in. Mm-hmm. Decent enough athlete, uh, and super young. So I think he's pretty interesting. Yeah. No, man. That's a that's a good one. That's a good pick. I like that. Um, oh, can I mention one more guy? Please, just Jared a guy. Patrick. Yeah. Josh Thompson at Texas. I don't know. I, I liked him a lot leading in the senior bowl. He tested really well. He's a guy who played a lot as like a flats defender at nickel. Uh, I think maybe move him to safety um, just because he's not very good in man coverage. But I think he's got great instincts uh, kind of playing the flats. Um, um, so I think he's pretty interesting. It's the last pick in the draft. Would you rather have Darren Kendrick or Michael Wright? Michael's younger, right? Uh, no, no, I got it open right now. I think he's, they're like the same age. Oh, oh, Darian Kendrick's younger than I thought. I thought he was an old man at the four seven eight speed. <laughs> uh, I guess Darian Kendrick. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Right. Remember, right. remember when Mikhail Wright was a first round pick? It was like in September. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Weird. Um, super weird. Is uh, Zion McCollum's brother going to be a top 10 safety for you? Absolutely. Okay. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> Last group, Rob. You ready for it? Guess not. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro. Cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.